This podcast is called Obsessed. Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest get some secrets off their chest. You should listen. It's the best. Hello and welcome to Obsessed with me, Joseph Scrimshaw. I'm sitting in my home with the other person who lives in this home and is the other person on this podcast. It's Sarah Scrimshaw. Hello. Hello. I surprised myself with my own hello. Did you? Yeah, I was like busy hitting the uh, the record button, and I was like, "Hello!" Like, oh, I didn't see myself there. <laughs> I don't know what that was about. What are you doing there? Hi. <laughs> what am I doing here? I try not to ask, "How are you?" So instead, I will ask you a different question. Uh, if you were looking in a mirror and you saw yourself, and then the person in the mirror, who was you, started talking to you, how would you feel? <laughs> um, I think a little discombobulated. <laughs> If I didn't expect the talking to be starting. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that was a more simple and direct and easier question than how are you, but (laughs) it was different and that's what matters. Mm -hmm. Uh, We are going to talk this week about something that uh, I had the chance to be obsessed about. I think both of us did. Uh, We're going to talk about hotels. I recently had a very fun hotel stay where it's something I've been wanting to do forever to do a writing retreat because every time we go anywhere and have stayed in a hotel, once we get there, I'm excited to be at a convention or a show or just a vacation, but I enter the hotel room and I go, what if I just stayed in here and could just concentrate on one writing project? Uh, So it's something I've wanted to do for a long time. Finally got a chance uh, to do that with your kind support. You drove me to the hotel and dropped me off, and then I had a little weekend, and then you came and picked me up. (laughs) (laughs) It was like adult camp. It was adult camp. It was adult alone camp uh, that was at the great old uh, sort of motor inn called the Safari Inn in Burbank with the beautiful, strange neon sign uh, that I became obsessed with watching to see exactly when it turned on every day. (laughs) So uh, that was an intense hotel experience. And it got us both talking about hotels, which is why we are going to talk about hotels uh, here on the podcast today. Do you have any caveats about hotels before we begin? (laughs) (laughs) Not yet, but you might develop them. Mm -hmm. Uh, So outside of the actual practical point of a temporary place to stay, that's like the point of hotels Mm -hmm. or motels. Outside of that practical, what do you think the meaning of a hotel room is? is to you what is the Mm. sort of uh the idea of it the romance of it what's the power of like a room that is designed for many souls to pass through yeah well i'll be honest i often try not to think too much about how many people (laughs) pass through it um because i like to keep staying in them yeah so you can think about it romantically as many souls have lived here or you can think about it practically of like many people have deposited things here yeah that's the word i'm (laughs) oh wow that was almost a a stop the podcast moment i mean not really but that that's um, i mean like better than all the souls you know uh, know. hotel rooms are clean but you know oh wow her eyes are closed (laughs) she's coping i'm so sorry i just mean like hair whatever you know it's not that gross is it um so what i was gonna say should we start over no okay no we've already surprised ourselves with our hellos okay i um was thinking about hotels i've apparently been on a kick about adventure the last few weeks and i was gonna say that hotels are like a launching off point for adventure or a basis point for adventure or a place or on the opposite side a place for um like um for relaxation a place Mm. to be calm and focus if that's what you need 
Yeah. When you think of a hotel, there's so many different kinds of hotel or motel. There is mm-hmm. the kind of motor in. There is the like uh, very generic. It is a beige room with a bed like every other hotel. Uh, then there's like inns or places that are meant to be a little bit nicer. Uh, when you just think of a hotel room, what kind of a hotel room do you picture in your mind? Mm, you know, I get like the super fast uh, slideshow. Okay. Of, like <laughs> bim, 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 bim. All, all sorts of different pictures. Everything from kind of the more... Um, like drive up motel room type thing to like a high rise, nicer hotel to the types of hotels I've never stayed in. But I'm like, oh, what would that be like? So I just I have I don't know. My brain just kind of is, it's like a little slideshow. OK, of all the different hotels. OK, <laughs> well, we'll talk about some of our different experiences. Uh, I think for me, there is a sort of romance to it. Uh, I apologize for my phrasing of depositing things. <laughs> There's that reality, but I never get caught up in that reality. Uh, I mean, I have a couple times when I've been in like a dirty hotel room or I mm. believe there was one hotel room uh, that I stayed on during a tour when I was doing a, a Shakespeare tour and had uh, a great roommate. And there were like there were many brown stains that was like this is probably blood. So like I've encountered mm-hmm. <laughs> things like that before. But for me, it is just much more about the idea of this sort of a lot of things in life we are i think obsessed with getting to a destination or possessing things or making things our own there's a lot of striving towards something and there's a lot of owning things mm-hmm. in our kind of collective uh cultural awareness in a hotel is something that unless it's like a live-in hotel is designed to be for the moment mm-hmm. only for a short time and yet somehow kind of echo the comforts of home and stability. And so I think it's it's just that that there's a romance to this is my home and my sort of stripped down everything yeah. for an extremely short period of time, usually for another purpose, right? Unless mm-hmm. you're a hotel reviewer there or doing writing retreats like me, uh, there's very few reasons to just, my destination is the hotel. Mm-hmm. So there are these launching off point to adventure is another great way to say it but even within that they kind of have to be your everything for a very short time yeah yeah that's a great way of putting it yeah um so what are your earliest memories of hotels to the best of your ability Ooh, you know i have so many little fuzzy memories but here's kind of a an interesting one and a, a different approach to hotels is when i was um when my family lived in Minnesota, so I was uh, less than 10, um, probably in the like eight and nine range. We had friends who um, my parents had known from somewhere else where they lived that moved to town and they owned a hotel. Wow. Yeah. So we would go have dinner with our family friends at the, and they lived in the, they lived at the hotel. Like there is a, you know, like behind the office was like their house basically. Okay. Um, and it was connected to, you know, kind of a, I don't remember what brand of hotel it was, but just kind of like a standard hotel. Okay. And so seeing it from going to our friend's house for dinner, but never, every once in a while, and they had kids that are a little bit older, like their kids would help man the desk. Okay. And like every once in a while, one of them would have to like get up getting during dinner because I'd have to go check in somebody. <laughs> and it was just kind of a fascinating different look at hotels. What did it make you think about them? Did it make you think of them as romantic and exciting or was it, what did it make you feel? Yeah, it, it connected hotels to me to people mm. because I think the other 
biggest experience I had had with hotels was a hotel that we didn't actually stay in, but it was a we lived in um, Red Wing, Minnesota, and there's a fancy old hotel, the St. James Hotel. But there would be activities and things like for the town that we would go to there. Okay. So it's like, oh, we're, we never stayed there, but we would go there to like the fancy things. Um, or it would feel fancy because it was a fancy building, if it, even if it was like, oh, we're parking in their garage. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so that was very disconnected from people. Whereas this like, oh, well, this is these people's home and this is their job. And like it just it connected it to real people in a way that I think I otherwise wouldn't have had that connection about hotels. Did that sound at all interesting you, to you to live at a hotel, a place like like we we're talking about, my obsession with it, it's designed to be temporary, uh-huh. but yet here are these people who are building their entire lives around it. Was that like interesting or alluring to you or is it just weird? I think it was it was both like it was fascinating. You know, it's kind of like, OK, this is such a weird comparison, but it's what jumped into my head. It's kind of like meeting a pirate like it's not meeting a, a pirate meeting. OK, meeting. OK, like you don't it's not a thing that you feel like you at least I did. Like I was like, what? This is a thing that real people do. <laughs> like You're a pirate. You own a hotel. <laughs> you know that. I don't know that I made that connection then, but it's it. It felt so real that that was a thing that people actually did. Yeah. And it felt and yet at the same time getting to see kind of like, oh, no, you don't go on vacation. You are at home and it's 11 o'clock at night, but there's an emergency. You have to respond to it because you are the ones who are always on call. Also gave me that like, oh, this is what it's like to live at work. Oh, in yeah. In a 24 hour, you know, 365 days a year type of job. Yeah. Um, so it was it kind of both was intriguing and also like re- really opened my eyes. Okay. Uh, a, a warning of setting yeah. work life balance and limitations. <laughs> yeah. I think for me, I think about it like, you know, the, there's a image images from like um older London where there were like houses on the bridges, right? Yeah. And uh, I always think of those of like, well, I'm sure functionally it wasn't that different, but how would being in such a weird place seep into your day-to-day life? Mm-hmm. And I think that's what I think of when I was like, okay, well, yeah, if it's your job and when it's certain, you, you get used to it, you swim in the pool, whatever, <laughs> if they yeah. had a pool. Uh, but then how does that just sort of like being around that bustle of people who are coming and going and they're, you know, this isn't the, uh, staying at the hotel isn't the thing they need. It is a thing they need to do to facilitate whatever it is they're actually doing mm-hmm. and to be around that energy at all times yeah. would be kind of fascinating. Yeah. Uh, for me, I think my earliest memories, I've said mentioned it before, we lived in Brainerd, Minnesota, where I was born, but then we drove out to uh, live in Oregon uh, for several years, and we drove back. Um, I don't honestly remember if some of these memories are from driving there or back, but I remember uh, my parents were quite young, and I don't think, you know, it was a different era. They didn't have uh, smartphones, uh, but I remember a couple times, like, well, it's getting late, and we have to find a place to say and it was the real roadside motels mm-hmm. and the problem at the time was we had our uh, little poodle dusty and i this is all very foggy memories but i remember it being like late at night and being really you know entranced with like the neon in very much a you know roadside two level motel mm-hmm. doors facing out and my mom sending my dad in to lie that we didn't have any pets and my mom <laughs> wrapping uh dusty the poodle up like he was an infant child 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So uh, not surprisingly, I think that began a relationship with motels and hotels where they were romantic and fascinating and interesting. Interesting, you know? Yeah. That they were a place uh, in the middle of adventure or sort of kind of adventurous onto themselves. I think probably other places we stayed um, had like, uh, I think at least one place had like a breakfast bar attached whereas like the first time I was able to choose one of these small boxes of cereal at a counter uh-huh. <laughs> you know and, and i never had the sugary cereal at home and i think i was able to pick that small box of frosted flakes and was probably bouncing off the walls um we got in trouble uh in one hotel uh because we watched the blues brothers on cable and that movie is uh funny and exciting and my brother and i just got so into it we we're literally like bouncing on the bed and got <laughs> in trouble oh my gosh. <laughs> uh so yeah lots of like fun adventures and then for a long time i didn't travel so it was this thing that i had these you know deep memories of uh and then you'd see things on television and movies that either had them motels be kind of scary unknown places like psycho where bad things happened or uh jumping off places for exciting adventures like you're saying um or kind of kind places where a lot of people gather and it's an inn like on uh, Newhart, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I saw all these different different kinds of romantic from comfortable to scary, but always interesting and exciting. And also had the that deep childhood memory. So I think that, you know, even the weirdest, baddest <laughs> hotel or motel room I stay in, I'm still like excited to be somewhere different and having an adventure, even if it's a weird one. Oh, uh, totally. Despite despite my weird example of an early one, I'm right there with you. <laughs> I'm also right there with you about the um, the little cereal boxes. Yeah. Um, because that was the other one is there is a conference that my dad would go to that we would get to go stay in the hotel. And to my brother and I, it was like, I don't know how long it was. Maybe it was two days for all I know. But we would go swim in the pool. And we would eat those little, the sugary one, because we, same thing, <laughs> never had sugary cereal at home. And we would get the little boxes of sugary cereal. And that is, that was just like, that was what the, that was what hotels were to me, honestly, as a little kid. And I, we didn't go to that many, but um, a swimming pool and little cereal boxes. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like all the, like, which it makes it feel like, wow, this is so different from normal life. Yeah. And I remember also like uh, in, in those early days of going to uh, hotels and motels for uh, people our age, it used to be like a big deal to have like color television and cable. Mm. And it's really amusing to me. Like that used to truly be like uh, in those road trips, like, oh, wow, can we stay here? They're going to charge more for these amenities, right? Uh, and there's still a couple places in LA that have never changed that from the signage. There's right. that one place, I think it's on Sunset. This is Color TV. <laughs> yeah. You can't get it anywhere else but nope. this hotel. Um, this was the next question I was going to ask anyway, but good to get it out of the way. What's the weirdest or grossest uh, hotel? experience you've had Ooh, i'm sure i'm sure there are others that i have blocked from my mind um okay there is one but there's one that i was going to go to first which is one that you and i stayed in together okay and it's a hotel that we had stayed at before but we were in a different room and i think they're in the middle of like kind of upgrading some of the rooms but they clearly had not done that room yet and i think what it was is it was just like you know it was a place that probably had uh, some humid air and very old carpeting and they clearly moved one of the beds out 
but as a result, it had weird rust lines all over the carpet. Oh, yeah. Was this for Comic-Con? Yeah. San Diego Comic-Con? Yeah, so yeah. in San Diego, so you've got like that ocean air. And I know I know many people have a thing about bare feet and hotel carpets and all that. I'm a barefoot person. It's just, it's who I am. Like, it doesn't bug me. It bugged me there. Like, I think that is the maybe one of the only places in my life where I've been like, I'm not going barefoot here. Oh, yeah. And that's that's understandable when mm-hmm. there's like, Ah, uh, we're pretty sure we know what these lines and marks are from, mm-hmm. <laughs> but we can't be entirely sure. Yeah, that is a very good one. Yeah, uh, yeah. For me, definitely, uh, the most disturbing was yeah. It was I? It was somewhere in I think it was Minnesota. Might have been Wisconsin or Iowa. It was in the Midwest, and it was a like kind of way out in the middle of nowhere holiday and knockoff. <laughs> uh, I don't even remember what it was. But it was, yeah, there's just little dots here mm. and there on like the lampshade, I think on one of the pillows, I think on one of the walls. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> this is very good. Uh, we always talk about how on the podcast we learn things. Normally, I mean about like your hopes and dreams. <laughs> now I know uh, other things. Um, all right. So if we ever check into a room like that, we'll we'll leave we're right not, away. Yeah, Don't worry. Yeah, no, no. We didn't. We were not in control. That was really no. like a. We are here to sleep. We we're getting here at eight p.m. and we are leaving at six a.m. All we are doing now is going to sleep. Like, you know. Yeah. And I think uh, we, you know, uh, I, I can't even remember what all we did to mitigate, but there was some mitigation uh, there, as um, there would be. One of the weirdest is the a fun experience that you you and I had together, where we were doing a show uh, in northern <laughs> Minnesota. And there's a great theater up there that we had done shows at twice. And I think this was, I think the first time we went up by ourselves and it was perfectly nice, Mm -hmm. but, you know, not fancy Mm -hmm. little strip motel hotel. Yep. Um, But then the second time we were doing a show with friends, uh, another couple, and we were in the room next door and discovered that the walls were just paper thin, right? Like absolute casual conversation like totally talking at this volume crystal clear yep and that awkward moment where we both <laughs> realized it <laughs> and we basically just played games most of the night because like uh-huh. look we're we're gonna hear everything that one another says we are going to hear when we enter the bathroom we are going to hear when we yawn <laughs> yep everything is for public broadcast let's just acknowledge it yep Yep, I think it was like to the point of like, good night, good night, like just, through, just not yelling, just through the wall. Just through the walls. And yep. I think, yeah, I think they came over to our room to play games for a while and went back over to their room and was like, well, let's not pretend that this is going to be <laughs> different than what it is right now. Yeah. Yeah. That was funny. <laughs> that was a fun, good experience of one of those times like that could have been really rough, uh, mm-hmm. but it was great because it was with people who were fun and could embrace it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what is uh, a really great or best or most interesting hotel you stay you've had? Oh, ooh, why is that a hard one? Goodness, this should be such an easy one. Um, goodness, I feel like there's so many. Um, so when, still when my family was in Minnesota, but so again, tennis, um, there's a place up on Lake Superior that I think it was under construction. And so, but we got to go up there. It's called Bluefin Bay. Mm. And it, it's not, it's more like a resort. 
Okay. And so like it had a kitchen and things like that. And I don't, I mean, I'm sure I'd, I'd say it like lake cabins and things, but yeah. to be on Lake Superior, which to me was and still is magical. Um, and to be in a place like that, but I feel like it was, here's why I think it was still under construction is because I think there is a loft and I think there is nothing in the loft yet, like no carpeting. Oh, wow. And so it's just like, it's one of those, like, it's super hazy in my mind what the experience actually is. And I think I've probably changed it 20 times, but, um, that was, that was a really great experience. Um, yeah. And just really cool, um, different sort of, different sort of hotel. Yeah. Type place. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, I am having many memories of our uh, travels in uh, Europe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in particular, sometimes it isn't just the room. Sometimes it's the whole experience. I am thinking of the place that we stayed in Edinburgh. Oh, yeah. Which I believe the room was like, I remember it being just kind of spacious and nice and a little different from like kind of uh, boxy uh, American hotels. They're like, I believe it had some like curved walls and some mm-hmm. interesting wallpaper. Like the room itself was was good it was fine um interesting uh but the thing that sticks out in my mind is they had the breakfast that was like the very full scottish breakfast uh and the, you and i have uh, often uh imitated this but the uh very efficient but <laughs> brusque <laughs> uh scottish man would run at each table saying tea or coffee tea or coffee tea or coffee asking tea or coffee but incredibly fast and it was like commands that were urgently needed for the front line of battle needed to know right now to your coffee to your coffee to your coffee mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and that's one of those moments one of those things you stay you think about and just like i would like to go back to there to that moment to that place to that mood yeah definitely that's a great one yeah um i will also just uh throw out there for just general experience um a huge part of what my hotel experiences have been is to be in a hotel room for a convention. Mm-hmm. And uh, the hotel itself has changed many times. The uh, Hotel for Convergence, uh, it was the same building for the first 20 or so years, <laughs> with one exception. The convention has now moved to a different hotel, but that hotel had been a Radisson, a Sheraton, a Doubletree. Mm-hmm. In the times that Convergence was there, uh, the rooms have been remodeled multiple times, lots of different carpet, <laughs> <laughs> lots of different uh, paintings of water or horses, usually a picture of a horse running on the water, if I'm recalling <laughs> correctly, nothing even remotely special or unique or great about the rooms. To me, mm. like when I think hotel room, that's what I think of because it's just like, the, it, it's just functional mm-hmm. and there's di- different companies come in and put on different wallpaper and try to make it look you know, more business classy because that's what the main purpose of that hotel is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is, I think, where some like the romance of what hotel rooms and what hotel spaces can be, that they are these sort of temporary things where different souls occupy and change them. Mm, yeah. And that the convention sweeps in, puts in all of its posters and its parties and the cosplay and the energy and all of that. And this entire building transforms for five or so days and then it all goes away like it never happened and it's back to like a pretty you know standard uh hotel there's some other things about the way that place is constructed with a cool courtyard and Mm -hmm. all that kind of thing that give it more energy and all that but particularly the rooms nothing special about it but like one of the special most special hotels because of this magic that comes into it and then disappears yeah yeah 
That is such a good point. Nice. Um, for you, what makes an individual hotel room good? Not even amazing, but just you walk in and sigh because like, okay, there's nothing weird. <laughs> uh, there, this is a solid hotel room. What do you need for that? Yeah. Well, what I need are no stands on the floor. <laughs> We've covered that. <laughs> no stands on the duvet. Um, and so here's here's one. Uh, that's become a new one that I wouldn't have thought. And I know this is one that you share mm-hmm. um, that didn't used to be a thing, but now it's become a thing. Um, it's not a need. It's a preference because usually when I'm at a hotel, I'm there with you. If I were there with other people, it would be more of a need. A bathroom door that closes. Yes. You, I anticipated this. <laughs> you have jumped to the next question, which Sorry. I thought <laughs> is what would happen, which is fine. But that's because that is your truth. Yeah. Uh, yeah let's talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. Then I can go back to other needs. But um, so I, I mean, I understand why the um, the sliding door, barn door aesthetic has become, you know, the thing to do. It's a it's a sa- space saver. Yeah. Um, but you know, they used to have sliding doors for hotel bathrooms that like the little pocket door type thing. Yeah. And then they would slide across and they would still latch. Mm-hmm. The thing about the barn doors or the sliding doors is that many of them. It seems like sometimes the nicer the hotel, they don't have a latch. Mm-hmm. So there's often a gap where actually the door literally does not close. Mm-hmm. There's usually a good two or three inch gap on the bottom. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. We've stayed in quite a few where they seem to be like like normal hotels, not not hotels that you'd be going to for this purpose, where they're glass. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, maybe a little bit fuzzy glass, but still. And I just, um, I don't know. I kind of just like... A bathroom door. <laughs> I. It's more than just a sliding door, exactly like you're describing. It seems like in recent years of hotel architecture, there is an attack on the idea of having privacy in a bathroom at all, mm-hmm. right? Like, I get the sliding door that you can uh, build a room where um, it's easier to not have the door have to swing open. Mm-hmm. But it's not that these are sliding doors. It's that there are sliding doors that, uh, you know, aren't on any sort of track at the bottom that would seal. There's a huge gap mm-hmm. at the bottom, often a visibility gap, no fan yeah, in the room for any sort of audio cover should one want that. And there's even one hotel we stayed at recently, in fact, two that I've been in, that had a frosted window that looks into the bathroom. Yeah. So it's beyond just the door not swinging open the door slides open save space it seems more like this like look we want to make you feel like you are just out and wild and free in our hotel room it feels like some like they're trying to make you feel like your hotel is burning man but inside of like who cares whatever we're all just people like there seems to be like an actual value Mm -hmm. behind this attack on bathroom privacy uh Another example of a fun hotel place I stayed we when uh, my podcast partner on Four Center, Ken Napsock, and I went to Chicago in 2019 for the Star Wars celebration. Uh, we were supposed to stay at two different hotels because for complicated reasons, we we're going to move hotel. We got to this hotel and it was it was just really nice. It had like a great uh, hangout bar space downstairs. Uh, the actual room had like a really nice television. The beds were really comfortable. There was a great view. And it j- the room just felt good. It felt great. And we were both like, why should we stay? Why should we uh, change? Let's stay here. And then the first one of us went to use the bathroom and it had the sliding door, no fan, and it did not close. And uh, like 
uh, and it was a perfect view to the toilet mm-hmm. like not even the sink and it was just like we were both like did you notice like yeah like can we stay no and we were both <laughs> like we got we went to this great place called the gwen uh mm. which is a it was kind of very old world uh it was great to be there for a star wars convention because it looked like uh dryden voss the main criminal in in solo's yacht Ooh, wow. a lot of black and gold everywhere and very there was like a little a little hall within the room that went back to a toilet it was great <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh yeah. yeah so the general I, I don't get it how do you what do you i know that we get the sliding door thing on the practicality what else mm-hmm. do you think is going on with that you know, I I don't know. So one of the hotels that we stayed at, I feel like is their goal. Part of their goal is to include an edge. So I feel like, and that's one of the ones that had the window. Yes. And I feel like th- that fits with the vibe of that hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, that was one that also had as a basic amenity in every room, an amp and electric guitar hanging on the wall. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I feel like that fits with that vibe. I'm like, <laughs> let out your inner rocker. Why is there even a door on the bathroom or even a door in the hotel room for that matter? But some of the other ones, I truly, and I feel like it's other ones that we've stayed at that that one may be closed, but just like had a gap and had a window. Um, Yeah, I don't, I mean. And frosted doesn't make any difference. I mean, I'd rather have frosted than clear. But at, yeah. But I, I, so I just, I don't, honestly, I don't know if it's aesthetic of like, we're trying to make the lines so clean and so aesthetic and we just assume that in the um, completion, this will close all the way. Yeah. But like find a way to put another air gap on the other side or something. I just, I don't, I don't, I honestly don't know. And if now it's become so standard that I feel like people expect it. I don't know. I, I could come up with lots of reasons, but I don't think any of them are right. I think it agitates me beyond the practical <laughs> uh, because it isn't that big of a deal for you and I. Yeah. Um, it, it was like... Uh, Ken and I could have made it through, but it would have been like, yeah, this is why. Um, But it it feels to me there's something in it that feels like there's like a disruptor philosophy behind it. Like that there's somebody who walked into a boardroom and thought, you know how bathrooms work? We're turning it upside down. And if they could find a way to hang the toilet from the ceiling, they would to disrupt things. That's like that's what the vibe (laughs) feels like to me. The, The sliding door. Practical. I get it. Everything else disruptor bs yeah don't disrupt my bathroom (laughs) well while we're on disrupting bathrooms (laughs) can i share my other um bathroom pet peeve and then we can get back to your actual original (laughs) question which was things we like um but this has also been a trend lately um and i think it has to do with like kind of the clean line aesthetic but getting rid of um towel rods or towel hanging devices yes so there's no place to put your hand towel Anywhere near the sink, or sometimes we were just in one anywhere, period. And like, I, I don't, I truly don't understand. Again, I'm just like, but I, I, like, they had a little fold out, um, like makeup mirror. So I just used the makeup mirror because there was nowhere else to put it. Nowhere else to hang a towel. No. Yeah. At all. Like, and I was, and I was staying with some friends a few years ago and we were in a hotel. I think that bathroom door closed, but there was no, um, towel thing. And I, told i was like what's up with this like this makes no sense and they're just kind of like sarah chill like why is this such a big deal but it's like i mean there's i mean there was like four of us staying in a room yeah i mean you want a place to be like we've all got stuff 
<laughs> you just want to hang up the handle. I don't know. It feels like a sanitary thing to me. There, I'm off my soapbox. Those I, are the things that I need that I'm not getting. Yes, I hear you. And I am now wanting to become the the grumpy old person who calls <laughs> poor uh, hotel people uh, and asks them, like, okay, so I'm getting a hotel with you. Do, do your bathroom doors close? And uh, do you have towel hangers and then we, what what are you talking about right. yeah we've stayed at a couple places too that all in the last couple of years that have the sort of open shower plan mm-hmm. where there's either no glass or limited glass mm-hmm. and uh, i don't get that either yeah that one doesn't bug me as much but i i know it bugs you it doesn't well it doesn't bug me on any sort of practical functional level it just is like uh, I don't thrash around in the shower. I don't do anything <laughs> to create. I don't practice, you know, dancing to ABBA in there or anything. I don't <laughs> go, you know, uh, waving limbs around. And yet, taking a very reasonable little shower, there's still splatter. Yeah. And again, it feels like that less is more. Oh, you know, there was glass there for a reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. And it just, it makes me, for that and for the towel one, I just feel like... Let's think about the people who work here. Yeah, exactly. And what their day-to-day life is like. Exactly. For me, it's uh, what makes it a great little room is the comfy bed. Yep. Uh, pillows of a uh, different thickness. Mm, so you definitely. can find the one that works uh, best for you. This Farian was great. They had like four pillows and it was uh, absolutely like uh, Goldilocks in the four pillows. Of, like uh. You can absolutely pick the one that is just right for you. Uh, I love mini fridges because it makes it so mm-hmm. much easier if you get some food and you can save a little bit of it uh, yeah. or whatever. Uh, bathroom door that closes. Uh, lots of outlets. And in particular, no weirdness with like it is the year 2022. Everyone has two to seven devices that they need by their bedside to charge. <laughs> and I still encounter some hotel rooms that haven't updated to have like plugins by the bed on both sides. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, I get about wall outlets, but it's like they've got those lamps. Now. They got those lamps. Yep. 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 That's I'm I'm with you. Bed. The pillows is great. Um, this is where I can tell I'm becoming older. Uh, a luggage rack. Ooh. Like the little thing that you put your bed yeah, on. Yeah, so nothing has to touch the floor. That's become my new thing that I really like. Yeah, yeah. I absolutely uh, love that. And then mm-hmm. it, ideal, what makes it make it really great is some little uh, nice sitting nook. Mm-hmm. Maybe with the desk, maybe it is just enough room so you have just like a little chair with a little side lamp. And uh, and final thing is pacing room because uh, so much of my <laughs> hotel stays over the years have been performance. Like when I walk in and it's kind of like a weirdly shaped hotel room and there's just kind of some big empty space. And normally I think people would be like, weird. That doesn't really fit and just makes the room feel where I'm like, great pacing space. Perfect. That has been some of the more stressful shows I've had to get ready for when I don't have enough room to pace while memorizing my lines mm-hmm. in the hotel room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like all those. I also um, I like the pacing room for you. And I like just something that makes it feel like I'm in this hotel room. Yes. Not the like, I'm in the cookie cutter hotel room that this could be anywhere in the country or anywhere in the world. Yeah. I was going to ask you about that. You are, you're, we're in, uh, in lockstep uh, with our hotel <laughs> thought process. So we've stayed at lots of hotels uh, for shows or sometimes travel, but we've had lots of times where we've stayed in a sequence of hotels over mm-hmm. a couple of days, right? Um, when you stay at multiple hotel rooms, in a row or in a short period of time, do they start to blur together? And what's the effect of that for you? Oh, they totally blur together. Um, It can be a few things. One, I just don't remember and then wish I'd taken photos of the rooms. 
which I sometimes do, sometimes don't. Or um, or I can be on a podcast like I am now. I mean, like, and then this was a great one. Wait, that's four different hotel rooms combined into one. <laughs> so don't mention that one. Um, so I think there's that. It's also because a few of the things that we've gone to, um, like say it's for a convention or a performance, we've stayed at a few hotels, but then we go back in the future and it's like, cool, I'm really excited to go to this hotel. But I've melded like three different hotel rooms in my mind and it's not that hotel because that one doesn't exist. I'm like super excited to go to this hotel that doesn't exist. So <laughs> I get there, I'm like, oh, well, where'd this thing go? Why'd they change that? Yeah. Yeah, I think I sometimes have the they blur together and all I remember is sort of light or dark. Mm-hmm. Like I like I was trying to think about our drive from Minneapolis to Los Angeles when we moved here and we stayed in three different hotels mm-hmm. and trying to picture them and see how much I remember. And all I remember is sort of like ones ones with lighter wallpaper or slightly higher ceiling that feel light and airy mm-hmm. and ones that are a little bit like darker wallpaper <laughs> yeah. and shorter ceiling. And it's yeah. like, do you got one of those uh, hotel rooms that make you feel taller or shorter? Which one is it? Yeah. And we stayed in kind of a variety of like standard chain hotel and... um you know, there's the chain hotels that are actually, what are they called? They're, um, where they're actually, each one is independent. Yeah. Um, and um, I think we stayed in a few of those. So it's like, okay, well, yeah, it's a Best Western or whatever it was. A Best and Western like, Plus or, yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, this is its own hotel that just is under this brand. Yeah. Um, franchise. Yeah. 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 No, I, I agree. And there's a few chains that you and I have stayed in um, in various different places and I've been like, oh, well, the first place I've stayed has been great. So we can just stay at this chain in the other three towns we're going to. And the others have been progressively sketchier um, <laughs> and maybe like question all of my decisions. Yep. 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 Uh, yeah. I was going to go into a story <laughs> and I decided I didn't need to. No. I didn't need to on that one. Um, which would you prefer? An amazing inside of a hotel room or an amazing outside of the room? Um, well, I guess it depends on what purpose I'm there for. If yeah. I'm, by outside the room, you mean like the outside of the building or do you mean like the rest of the hotel? Like, yeah, the, the rest of the hotel or immediately outside the hotel. Mm. Like, for example, mm. uh, I thought of this because uh, the Safari Inn's rooms are like, they're nice, but they're practical. Yeah. Um, you, you very kindly let me get a kitchen so I didn't have to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. And that was great and weird. When you dropped me off and walked in, you're like, well, we could live here because <laughs> there's a nice kitchen in a bathroom door that closed uh, right next to the stove. Right so that was upsetting, though, that this you could easily see the stove and the toilet at the same time, which in general, I'm not for. Yeah. Um, uh, so I had the great experience of making a frozen pizza inside the room. But inside the room, it's this nice kind of sheltered, cozy, you know, it, it, it's got a really fun, distinctive uh, safari in carpeting. That's fun. But it's a perfectly nice room. Mm-hmm. But you look outside and it is that neon sign in the pool and that classic roadside uh, two-level hotel with like hills and clouds in the background. And it's just sort of like standing on the railing. It's like beautiful and amazing. And inside the room, it's a perfectly fine room. Yeah. It's like there's that kind of experience or like you and I went to uh, Solvang, which is a beautiful, amazing town. Everything outside the hotel is is amazing and beautiful. And the hotel room was like, yeah, this is a hotel room. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing to write home about. Yeah. But then we've been other places where like the room itself has been like, ooh, wow. Like I, we stayed at a place once that uh, it was a really nice room that had like um, the jacuzzi in the main room. 
All right. Like kind of on a stage, which was weird. Yeah. Uh, but a special room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think I I would probably choose the interesting outside of the hotel. Yeah. Unless I was there specifically to like, you know, like we're just taking a weekend. We're going to go stay in a nice hotel. The point is the hotel room or like your retreat. Yeah. Like if the if the point is the hotel room, then then I care about it. Yeah. If the point is I'm looking for a place to sleep and store my belongings while I'm doing a thing. Yeah. Then I don't want to miss out on an interesting hotel room. You know, <laughs> then you feel like, oh, I should have some time to enjoy this hotel room. And I'd rather have the interesting things around me. Yeah, absolutely. I think, yeah. Yeah. That makes a ton of sense. Is that a non-answer? Mm, it's, a, it's a different situation. So it <laughs> requires different things. I think for me, uh, yeah, I, I want a nice fun room but because i always have this push pull of when i see a nice room especially if it has some nice places to sit mm-hmm. uh i really have this instinct to be like we'll sit here and write or sit here and read so in some ways if i'm going somewhere interesting and exciting it's almost better if the more social spaces yeah are interesting to encourage me to get out of the room yeah yeah like there's one place that i one hotel that we stayed at where the hotel was interesting i feel like like the tv pivoted between the um oh, like the desk area and the bed this was at a friend's wedding and yeah, i never and wanted to leave that room and that's what i was gonna say it's like but we were there for a wedding so we we were absolutely not in the room but it was a really we're like this is a really cool hotel we want to be in this room but yeah obviously we want more to be at our friend's wedding yeah it was great yeah because it had like this kind of bar that that broke out from the wall mm-hmm. and the television was on it and mm-hmm. on one side of the bar was the like the bed which was very comfy and then the other side was a really nice seating area and you could just turn the television either way yeah (laughs) 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 that was great um what kind of uh uh amenity is important to you in a hotel Mm. um so one that used to be important to me but we have we have upped our game where it comes to this was coffee in the room Mm, yeah but may i share how we've upped our game yeah yeah so we at least for places local um when we're driving not flying uh, we actually bring a hot water boiler with us a little hot a little tea kettle electric tea kettle um partially because i mainly drink tea in the mornings and uh that's easier than with you know especially with like pods and everything you never know what you're gonna have um and it's something that we I've just kind of started recently, but I have absolutely, this has become my new like, oh, this is the comfort that I just really like. Yeah. Of like, we're bringing our home with us to the hotel. (laughs) Yeah. And especially now that it has become industry standard, as far as I can tell, that you request a service Mm, in the hotel room. So like, you know, and they all have like one packet of coffee. So like at staying at Safari Inn, it's like, great, I don't want to, I don't need anybody to come in mm-hmm. for any reason other than to replenish the coffee but i didn't need it because right. we we broke the coffee system yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is very good what is one amenity that hotels do not have that you think they should Ooh, wow such a good question so many thoughts um do you have one while i'm thinking uh let me see um ye, uh no <laughs> <laughs> um Yes. I, you know what? Actually, yes. I think all uh, it would be great if all hotel rooms had a, a little stove. Oh, wow. Dangerous. <laughs> yeah. I mean, probably yeah. for fire. Yeah. I would say just like all hotels should have just like one little bookshelf Ooh. that's built in that has some books on it. 
And oh, you know, like a lot nice. of like B and B's have that kind of like, here's a communal bookshelf in the hallway and take a book, leave a book kind of idea. Yeah. And I feel like I mean maybe that maybe it just maybe it's just a room. Like, okay, here's the hotel and here's the little communal little bookshelf. Oh, it's like a free little library. Yeah. But I would actually like it to be in each room. Just like it can be just like a little like four book shelf yeah just a tiny little one built into the wall or put on one of the bed stands or something oh yeah i would like that i don't want it i don't want to stay in any sort of like escape room hotel that's not for me Mm -hmm. but it would be fun to stay at a hotel where everyone has a clue (laughs) (laughs) there's you can't solve it or anything it's just to fire the imagination (laughs) find the clue like when you arrive like each room has a clue in it or is it like when you arrive it's like you're given like you're given a fortune cookie and it's like Here's your fortune cookie for the test day. I mean, like, it, it, you would be told when you're checking into a perfectly normal hotel room, like, if you were investigating a case and needed to just go through this hotel for a clue, there's something in every room. Oh, like, you go through every door or you, like, <laughs> unscrew the television. I'm <laughs> <laughs> making it sound like a lot of work. Yeah, you do you have much more active visits to hotels than I realized yeah. you do? No, I'm, it, this is one of those ideas that sounds fun on a podcast. <laughs> and uh, if it was a slip of paper, it was like somewhere in here, there's a slip of paper with like yeah. a message or a clue or whatever. Mm, I, I don't like know. It. it feels like some hotels, like the one we stayed at, the 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 Hard Rock and Fun Time. I don't even remember the name of it, but the mm-hmm. one with the guitar, like it, that was just fun and funny yeah. and, and unique. And it would be fun to to stay at more places that have like a gimmick, as long as they're still solid hotel rooms. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that provide everything. Yeah. Um, another amenity is it gets more common to have like um, fake windows with digital screens. I've not seen this. Uh, well, not in hotels. It's just oh. like a thing that exists oh, in the yes. world okay. that you can do. Yeah. Um, like the uh, the big uh, Galactic Star Cruiser, the Disney hotel where you pretend the entire time that you're on a uh, Star Cruiser in space uh-huh. has digital windows. Okay. So like when they're at light speed, it's the blue funnel of of hyperspace you know um out your window yeah and some people some early reviewers were like this is upsetting and claustrophobic <laughs> and yeah. other people who are all in is like this is great i get to pretend i'm it would be cool if like every hotel room had a real window in a digital window where you could choose what you pretended was outside oh wow yeah a very expensive amenity <laughs> very expensive but very cool if you were going to open a hotel yeah what would it be like Hmm. Mm, I mean, there's there's the temptation, just like you're saying, like, well, that sounds fun on a podcast when we don't actually have to do it. Like, cool, interesting staircases. But nobody wants that with luggage. <laughs> nobody wants that. Um, a luggage cannon. There's an amenity. There we to go. shoot it up to your room. Yeah. Or at least a shoot to put it back down. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm, I want to steal your idea that you just had, like, the one real window and one fake window that can be anything you want i like that so the you, the hotel would be the any stay anywhere you want to with this selection <laughs> the is today a reality day or a virtual day <laughs> you, oh here's an actual amenity that just popped into into my head uh, i i know it is kind of there but i want it for like absolute total ease super super amazingly easy anyone can figure it out way to make your devices appear on uh television screens Oh, interesting, because I would hate that. <laughs> I mean, I guess you'd have to have an option to opt in. Oh, yeah, But if of it was course. just like when you arrive, your phone automatically just appears on the TV. No, not I automatically. I have way too many concerns about security for that. Yeah. No. <laughs> Sorry. 
I want to come stay Our at your hotel. Our security concerns. Does that really go with hotels? I think. <laughs> I think it does. I think it does. Yeah, if I was going to design uh, a hotel, you know, in another interesting place we stayed is the uh, place in Portland. Uh, the I don't remember the names of anything today. Yeah, um, used to be a school. Used to be a school, and there the main body was a school, and then we stayed in like a a, a sub building. Yeah, uh, we were able to walk over, but it had like it, it felt like you were staying on a campus, right? Totally, and that it was had really like fun. the it had the communal movie nights like yeah and that was definitely one of the places that amped up my like i must do a writing retreat that was a really pleasant literary themed mm-hmm. so, yeah i think if i opened a hotel i would want it to be uh the um <laughs> i think i would call it old wood and calm that's not a good name i will brainstorm that mm-hmm. i'll workshop that but i like places that feel a little older yeah that can get you into the kind of the romance of it with maybe like you know the the communal area you know in the downstairs has like a fireplace that's nice and yeah how about aged wood and whiskey aged wood and whiskey is yeah. that a better name uh not? uh the whiskey part i want people who don't drink to feel good point comfortable good point. there okay uh maybe it would just be called aged <laughs> that'd be a hip name for a hotel right stay at the aged uh, but I would want it to have the vibe that you're talking about with like a little shelf with books. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the rooms are are of good size, but they have some like darker elements in the design. So you get that like I'm cozy. Mm-hmm. I'm in a warm cavern mm, kind yeah. of vibe so that if you stayed there, it had this like very welcoming, homey when you're in the room, you can just sleep. There's so many hotels that are bright. Mm, that yeah. just their overall aesthetic is bright and yeah. i even when i'm like exhausted and having a great time and like i just had a great day of travel with you and we walked miles or i, I just did three shows at this convention and i'm dead tired and i'm happy and there should be no obstacle to sleep i sometimes lay down in a hotel room and it's just like bing mm. and i feel like some of it is that everything is just so white Mm, yeah (laughs) and it feels like you are staying inside the concept of starch now try to relax and go to sleep (laughs) you know would you like if like the bed were kind of tucked into a nook like you almost had to crawl into the bed aged nook that would be the (laughs) name yeah and every room would have a every hotel room would have a little side room because those have been some of the nicest places i've stayed too that aren't like an executive suite with like an entire separate room but Mm. have that little partitioned off space yeah yeah. That we call nooks. Yeah, I like uh, it. I'll stay in aged nook. Okay. Here is uh, a, one more hotel question for you before we move on. Yeah. Uh, if a hotel room was haunted, what do you think the ghost would want of the guest in their space? Mm. They'd want the comfier pillow. <laughs> They'd be like, I'm the one who's here all the time. I already have my favorite pillow. Don't touch it. Right. And they would really hate my idea of being able to put all of our devices on the screen, right? Probably. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe their device gets to go on the screen, too. Yeah. I'd, I'd be happy to stay in a hotel called Ghost Phone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to belabor that. I'll leave that one alone. Uh, <laughs> we are going to move on to making some noises. What kind of noise do you have to sum up your interest in hotels? Ooh. <laughs> that sounds like a ghost who is very happy about a nook. I was, Yeah. I mean, I was like that moment of that moment of anticipation of opening the door into a hotel room for yes. the first time is what I was thinking of. Like, ooh. That wasn't like, I don't feel like my noise was the best 
of my noises, but it's a different noise in some of them. But I, that moment of like, ooh, what's this going to be? Like you're that stepping into the doorway. I always love that moment. I always love it. It's just, it's fun. Even when you're exhausted, as long as the key works, it's fun. It's a great moment, right? When you, I'm so glad you brought that up because it's almost always at the end of travel, right? Mm -hmm. So it's kind of the end. You've kind of got to your destination, but it's really just a pit stop because you're there for something else most likely. Yeah. Or only there on a leg of your journey or your adventure. And there's that question of, is this temporary home going to be manageable? Yeah. Is it going to be fun? Is it going to be interesting? Is it going to be cool? But at the very least, is it going to have the absolute basics that I need to function as a human? Is there a door on the bathroom at all, sliding or not, <laughs> in that first opening up? I'm like, oh, okay. And you read the energy of the room, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's great. That's a great noise. So uh, on a scale of one to 10, one being the highest, uh, one being the lowest, 10 being the highest, <laughs> I know how numbers work. Uh, how would you rate your interest or obsession with hotels? You know, I'd say depending on how much I'm traveling at the time, I vary between a six and a seven. Okay. Sometimes when I'm thinking about it a lot, I'll bump up above that. But for like an even steady number, maybe six and a half. Yeah. I think I'm at a pretty solid eight right now because yeah. I'm I'm very taken with them is an idea. I've had the majority of experiences I've had in or around hotels is like a positive, interesting thing because I'm doing something fun mm -hmm. and different. Um, I'm very fascinated with them. And now having done this writing retreat, it's yeah. something I've wanted to do for so long. You know, hopefully it's something that uh, I can do in the future. And now that I've done it once, there's a part of me is like, well, now every hotel room I look at is going to be like, I'm really going to be thinking about how would I make this work? Because I learned a lot uh, yeah. in my writing retreat uh, about um, finding the right place in the hotel room to write, the amount of pacing space needed, all sorts of yeah. vital clues. Yeah, absolutely. The noise level. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The fridge size, lots of considerations for writing. Well, we've got a whole new uh, <laughs> way that we're going to approach it to hotels, I can tell. Yeah, I can't wait. Uh, so we're going to move on to the plugging section. Where can people find you? I'm on Twitter at Sarah underscore Scrimshaw. Excellent. And you can follow me on Twitter. Instagram and TikTok is at Joseph Scrimshaw. You can follow Obsessed Podcast on Twitter and Facebook is at Obsessed Podcast. You can also check out the Star Wars podcast I co-host. That is called Force Center. For info on all my upcoming shows, comedy albums, stuff like that, you can check out my website at josephscrimshaw.com. And you can support Obsessed by backing us on Patreon. Full info on that, go to patreon.com slash josephscrimshaw. All right. Final questions. Okay. Would you rather be able to breathe underwater or fly? Oh, that's so hard. I know. You know I always choose fly. You almost always do. <sighs> okay, well, I've chosen fly before, so this time I want to breathe underwater. What would you do with this gift? Are you kidding? Like, <laughs> we've been talking about exploration, so I'm assuming I can breathe for a long distance. Yeah. I'm going to go see what's there. I'm going to go say hi to the whales, go, like, make <laughs> friends with some lobster. I don't know. You're like, never coming back, are you? I mean, you're coming with me, right? We're going to see what underwater hotels exist? Yeah, if I can breathe underwater, we'll start uh, yeah. aged. The Aqua Edition. It'll be underwater. <laughs> I'm all in. An underwater library. That sounds like fun. If a traffic sign gave you a message on the freeway, what might you want the message to be? Oh, um, you're doing okay. <laughs> you're doing okay. Would you translate that as a larger philosophical message or about your driving skills? Both. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Final question as always is what is happiness? Mm, happiness is... Uh, 
<laughs> Sorry, I just blame. How many times have I done this? I've never just not had an answer. Wow. Uh, there is no happiness. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just got distracted thinking about these hotels. Happiness is finding the hotel that makes you feel comfortable and want to explore the world around you and also crawl into that nook that might be underwater this is where you feel cozy a long uh, metaphor for what happiness is yeah i like it very much it's an underwater hotel room nook happiness is underwater coziness no i'm just <laughs> yeah Okay, this one's for the whales, apparently. This yeah. episode of Obsessed is for the whales. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. That is our podcast. You've been listening to Obsessed. Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest shared some stories with the rest. Rate five stars if you're impressed. Okay, so I have a hotel question for you. Yeah. So I have long been intrigued by the thought of staying in an ice hotel, Ooh. which, you know, are these hotels that are entirely made out of ice. Yes. They're in places where it's cold enough to have a hotel made out of ice. You are not a big fan of the cold. No. So I'm going to ask you here on the podcast, would you stay in an ice hotel with me? Yes, because there was one in a James Bond movie. And while I am freezing cold, I can say, I, I, I'm James Bond.